Welcome to the Business Focus Podcast. Before we start, can we ask one thing? 74% of you that watch this channel frequently do not subscribe. If you've enjoyed our videos, please could you do me a favor and hit the subscribe button? It helps this channel more than you know, and the bigger the channel gets, the bigger the learning gets. Welcome to the Business Focus Podcast. Jonathan Herbs is the host of the Business Focus Podcast. He is a strategic advisor, coach, and mentor to entrepreneurial business owners, CEOs, and senior executives. In this podcast, he chats with entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs of scaling companies. It centers around their entrepreneurial journey so far and their aspirations for their companies. Today, I'm speaking to Samia Makrun. I hope I've got that sense of her pronunciation right. And she is CEO of Sassy and Savvy. Um, welcome. Thank you, Jonathan. So, Samia, um, why don't we just t- tell us a, bit, a little bit about Sassy and Savvy and um, your journey, you know, quickly your journey yeah, sure. and how long it's been going in the line. But yeah, so I started Sassy and Savvy going back 20 years ago and we're based in Sydney, Australia, and we manufacture all the vegan, organic, toxic-free skincare and wellbeing products. We not only manufacture our brand, but we manufacture for companies around the world. Uh, we currently export to 43 countries. We sell to 19 different industries, and we've run 29 awards for our skincare products and also our business excellence as well. Um, in stating that, what's unique about our brand and our skincare products is that we use 47 active ingredients. So they're direct from the Australian farms. They're high in vitamins, antioxidants, nutrients, mineral and protein to stimulate your collagen and skin cell growth. So we've got 41 skincare, hair care and healthcare benefits associated with it. So we strongly believe in taking care of your skin um, and the environment as well. So that's what we basically focus on. Fabulous. And so what's the, yeah, 40, exporting to 43 countries, I mean, what's the size of your team? Uh, we've basically got 45 people within the team here in Australia and also overseas as well. Right. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, so 45 on the team, manufacturing, you know, we've yep. all been through the pandemic. Yep. What are some of the um, actions that you took during the pandemic that have stuck with the company going forward? Sorry, what was that, Jonathan? So, um, what are some of the actions that you that you took um, during the, the, the pandemic we'll, um, that will remain in the business going forward? Oh well, definitely the changes. I mean, we were we were quite fortunate that um, we we were actually manufacturing sanitizer for the China market beforehand. So when sanitizer did hit, we were in a very fortunate position. So we kept on manufacturing sanitizer, but we actually left it for the Australian market and we stopped the exporting market, number one, because it was limited to ingredients and also packaging. Um, but after the, um, the demand basically started to drop because imports were coming in from overseas, uh, then we started to look at our processes and what we were going to do. So we started basically looking at our systems and how to streamline our systems, how to better service our customers, how to reduce our cost, um, and how to look at things on a different level. So you no longer have to work in the office and you can also work from any part of the world. We already had those systems into place, but we just streamlined them even more. So it doesn't matter where you basically are sitting anywhere around the world, you can actually still work. Mm-hmm. Um and what about internally? Do you have a, a manufacturing facility? How, how yeah. did it, how did that, how's that affected um, how all that works? 
We we have we had four manufacturing lines, and during COVID, we were working pretty much twenty hours a day just to keep up with demand. So as soon as the the sanitizer basically came off the turntable, we didn't have a chance to even put it into boxes. We had customers and new customers all lined up in front of wow. the factory at six a.m. in the morning. Um, wow. It was a scary time. Trucks were waiting. Phone calls were just going absolutely crazy, and we weren't we weren't prepared for what was what was going to happen. Um, and unfortunately, at that time, there was a lot of factories. People were breaking into factories trying to steal sanitizer. So we had to um, we had to basically protect our warehouse um, okay. in the front of it from being broken into as well. So there was That's a lot of. <laughs> So it was quite busy, yeah. So we were very fortunate that um, staff were quite accommodating. Um, so we only slept, all staff only slept for like three, four hours a day just to keep wow. pumping out. So it was pretty hard, and that went on for a whole month. Um, wow. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, uh, it's yeah, when you hear about that, I've had a number of clients. One um, one is a company called My Muscle Chef, which is um, a functional food you know, um uh, put it in the freezer type food. Yeah. And, you know, they went to um, from two shifts a day to three shifts a day um, and literally separated the shifts um, so that there was no, you know, there's no chance that you know, one, someone on one of the shifts who had COVID could contaminate or pass it on to the other shifts. It's been, it's been really interesting. Um, yeah. And another client was in, based in West Australia, Australia, which was a, a chemical company, um, they converted to bulk hand sanitizer, you know, the, the, the same thing, the same way as you, and for three months, though, so it was Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was, a, it was a very interesting time ahead. So, you know, what, what does the future yeah. look like, and what do you see as you make uh, well, the future, it, it's funny that you Sorry. actually say that, Jonathan, because it actually is changing. Can you hear me? I can, no, yeah. Yeah. It, it's funny that you actually asked that question because it's changing per day. And a lot mm. of the markets, Asia's now um, rebounded and there's, yep. they, they're getting back on. Uh, Middle East market is so-so at the moment. They're very slow to move. Um, and then you have the UK market and American market still, still slowly trying to rebound again. So I sometimes feel I've taken, I mean, a step back because a lot of the distributors and wholesalers, some of them are closed, some of them are shut shop, some of them are still there with limited stuff. So you actually feel like you're starting again for some reason, you know, um, but that's that's what COVID's done. It's affected everyone and everything, um, not only physically, mentally and emotionally and financially, it's affected everybody. So you've got to learn to quickly adapt to change. Exactly right. And um, uh, so, I mean, what are some of the things that you're doing to adapt to change? Um, uh, have you got a, a sales force out there globally? What, what sort of things are you doing? We're, well, it's funny. Uh, some of the things we're no longer basically doing expos. So we used to do around three, four international expos a year, but mm. now we're actually doing ex expos online. So everything is pretty much done online, all your meetings. Um, so less travel, which is great. Um and also basically looking at our processes and streamlining um, things for cyber attacks and, and what have you. So we've streamlined all that process um, to protect right. ourselves because now everything's gone online. Great. Thank you. So you've been a business, a business owner for you know, a significant amount of time now. What do you think has been your, your, your biggest learning since you've become a business owner? You got to have attention to detail, <laughs> as I say, cross cross your T's and dot your I's because 
every day is different and you've just got to be humble in your approach and wise in your decisions. Great advice. Um, the word successful. So when you think of the word successful, who springs to mind first and, and why? I think my mum. You know, even though, I mean, my mum has always been quite an inspiring part of my life. Um, and when I was really stressed out when I started my business, she'd always give me just like a five-minute story. Um, and I think at the end of the day, what is success? You know, is it having hundreds of millions of dollars in the bank account? Is it being happy on an island? I mean, people define success in different ways. And I think to me, success is making sure all the bills are basically paid, you're making a bit of money and also having a com comfortable lifestyle. Fabulous. Is your mum still with you? Yeah, uh, she is. God bless her. She's 93 years old. Turning wow. 93 actually next week, yeah. You need to show her this video. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I love her every day. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting, you know, I have, um, this is probably, that's probably my favourite question. And, you know, you, you think people are going to come up to say, you know, Elon Musk or, and some, some, some of the people I've interviewed do. But quite, you know, a, a significant percentage are saying that it's about, you know, how do you define success? And it's like, for me, it's, you know, spreading the word and educating, you know, as large a group of people as I can. Yeah. Um, but it's also, you know, I live in Barrow, which is about an hour and a half south coast of Sydney. Nice. I live next door and I we, we bought the house next door to us um, for my office. Yeah. So my commute is over the fence Fantastic. and literally <laughs> over the fence. And I've got two eight-year-olds. So, you know, quite often um, they come home from school and they come to me and, you know, they'll be in the background doing their bit. Yeah. Um, but to me, success is, as you say, paying the bills. And doing well, but also having that life balance as well. Absolutely. It's important because if you don't have your health and well-being, you've got nothing. Exactly. You know? um, because work is challenging these days, physically, mentally, emotionally, financially. It takes everything out of you. And it if does. you don't have the right balance with all of them, you can forget it. You know, it's interesting. One of the things I coach is it comes from – I have a coach out of America, uh, Dan Sullivan, and um, one of the things I coach is one of his, one of his um, uh, ideas, um, which is concept of focus days, buffer days, and free days. And so uh, a focus day for me is when I'm coaching or when I'm doing this or when I'm on business development, and I aim to have three focus days a week, Tuesday, mm -hmm. Wednesday, Thursday. My buffer days are um, a, a Monday and Friday, and every second Friday I have off and hopefully have lunch with my wife, etc. But on Monday is my, my buffer day, and that's where I spend – my time with my team, you know, helping them, you know, sync meetings, et cetera, and the one-on-ones with them so that they can power through the week without me. Yeah. And then the concept of free, yeah, yeah. Then the concept of free days. Mm, uh, as a CEO, you know, you need to schedule in days when you're not doing anything. Yeah, I do. The, I have the same concept as you, Jonathan. The Monday, Friday, taking off the Fridays when I can. I'm sorry, I'm I'm pretty much the same as well. Yeah, and it's it's so important, and you know, entrepreneurs get so engrossed, and it's getting them to step back so they actually have time to let their brain relax, and it, yeah. that's when I find all the good ideas come out. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with you. Yeah. So, listen, are you a reader? Do you have any business books, biographies, podcasts you might recommend? You know, Jonathan, every day I get recommended books and podcasts and all that sort of stuff. Unfortunately, no. I'll be no. quite frank. Once I finished my MBA, the books went straight out the window and I swore I was never going to read another book again. <laughs> so so the, where I learn is, is basically I listen to my staff, I listen to my customers. 
and that is my learning. And I think that's enough because, you know, you can read the same thing out there so many different ways and so many different times and depending on, you know, what philosophy you're reading it from, it's a different story. But at the end of the day, business is business. Mm. You know, (laughs) how how far can it be different, you know? It's, 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 it, it is interesting you say that because, you know, people say to me at times, you know, oh, you know, what do you know about my industry? And it's like, well, actually, I don't need, you know, I'm industry agnostic. I don't need to know about the specifics of industry yeah. because the, the principles and the tools and frameworks apply across the board. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, hopefully we've now given you a new source of 15-minute snippets of stories of scaling up. You can go and listen to other CEOs <laughs> uh, uh, because there's a really good ones in there. Yeah. Okay, so, um, any last piece of advice or parting words? Yeah, I think uh, if you want to be successful in life is be passionate about what you do, number one. Number two, do your research. And number three, um, give it a go. And if you think you're going to fail, fail fast, get over it and stand back up and keep on moving. Great advice. They're my points. <laughs> yeah, great advice. Samir, thank you so much. Pleasure, Jonathan. All the I best. I really enjoyed it. really enjoyed our conversation. Pleasure. All the best. If you are hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode. And for that, we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We hope you enjoyed this new episode. And if you did, please leave us a review on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, or wherever you watch slash listen. Please share this episode with others who may be interested in this topic. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, please send an email to admin at scaleupgrowth.co. Put be a guest in the subject line and tell me a little about yourself. If you want to gauge where your business growth potential is and identify where the biggest opportunities in your business lie or where the key needs that you need to concentrate on right now are, take our assessment where you will receive personalized advice for improvement. It's quick and free. Go to scaleupgrowth.scoreapp.com. If you would like to work with me one-to-one, I love coaching and get the best outcomes that way. Send me an email to jonathan at scaleupgrowth.co and put one-to-one in the heading. Tell me a bit about your business and let's see how we can apply a great strategy for your business. So that's it for this week. Tune in next time for more great learnings from a scaling entrepreneur.